Uh, this, so this is a podcast. You clicked on it. It's like called Barbie you. Movie Slap. You probably know what's up, but we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> tell you about a Barbie movie, and I bet you can guess which one because it's the one that everyone's excited about. It's the Barbie the movie. The way the, 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 the best one, okay. personally. That's a hot take. Okay, maybe not objectively the best one, but it's like my favorite. This one in Magic of Pegasus. Okay, Rocket Pegasus is also great. Like, you know, it's Barbie Camp Rock. Honestly, Ted, I am so surprised that Rockin' Royals is your go-to as the one comparable or like competable against Diamond Castle. Say more about this. Favorite is probably Princess and the Popper, and that's just nostalgia. Mm-hmm, we're we're mm-hmm. classicists. I'm a classic. <laughs> uh, but Rock and Royals is one of the newer ones that was really good, mm-hmm. and I think it was about the time that the quality was kind of going downhill. Yeah, for us, for personally. Us. Yeah, for you know, you're growing up, and so things don't hit quite the same, and so you kind of need that nostalgia to hang on, but. I don't know. I the music was really good. I really liked the plot. Mm-hmm. I love a good switch. I I think it's all you do love a good switch, and I think it's also like specifically the teen movie Camp Rock Two vibe. It was Pitch yeah. Perfect was meets fun. Camp Rock Two. Yeah, Pitch Perfect Camp Rock Two. Camp yeah. Rock Two specifically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, with the rival camps. Yeah, literally. Did a very good job. Uh, <laughs> also. Um, there's that one blonde girl from the princess camp, and I'm gay, and she's very pretty. And she, you know, Ted loves a mean girl. Like, and she sings the When You're a Princess song, and I'm like, you know, I'm a princess. <laughs> oh my god, Ted. I love her. You're saying you don't love her? I, I never thought about her. <laughs> she's just, what? <laughs> you never thought about her? I'm gonna no. be honest, the last time I watched... Uh, the last time I watched the Rock and Royals was maybe back in like 2014 or something. It's been a long time <laughs> I, for me. I listen to the songs a lot. I I have to say I listen yeah. to What If I Shine. Yeah. That one has good and good gotta ones. get to camp. What like if I Shine lot. is a bop. Yeah, they're all very good, very enjoyable, very fun. Yeah, out of the newer soundtracks, that one is definitely my favorite. So rare to find a friend like you Somehow when you're around The sky is always blue The way we talk, the things you say The way you make it all okay And how you know all of my jokes That you laugh anyway If I could wish for one thing I'd take the smile that you bring Wherever you go in this world, I'll come along Together we dream the same dream Forever I'm here for you, you're here for me Oh, oh, oh two voices, one song Also, what are we talking about here? Yeah, we are not talking about rock and royals as much as it might seem like we were doing that. Uh, None of that happened. Uh, We're talking about Barbie Diamond Castle. Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Barbie and. Barbie and the Diamond Castle. Castle. Barbie ampersand the Diamond Castle. (laughs) Premiered 
on Nickelodeon, September 7th, 2008. Oh my god. That's also in my notes. <laughs> How's that wiki? It's good. It's uh, uh, This film is directed by Gino Nichelle. Uh, this is his only directorial Barbie film, uh, but he was the animation director on a bunch of them. Uh, mostly he works in the Hot Wheels franchise, which I found very interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's very good to know. Uh, written by Cliff Ruby and Elena Lesser. Uh, those, that's a married couple. Uh, they wrote this film, Rapunzel, Swan Lake, Princess and the Pauper, Magic of Pegasus, Twelve Dancing Princesses, and Island Princess. And this Ooh. is their last one. So they wrote two of my favorites. I wonder what happened to them after wow. this. Uh, they were busy with Dragon Tales or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Valid. Dragon I don't Tales actually know when Dragon important. Tales was a thing, but they did a lot of work on Dragon Tales. <laughs> okay. On... Is that... See, I don't have any, like, co- concept of linear time. So, so before this, but, you yeah. know. Anyways. Because <laughs> I'm... It was on four kids... And it was before my family had cable. So it was, <laughs> was like it one on of, you know, four the... kids. Was it four kids? I don't it was think a so. Saturday morning cartoon. I feel yeah, like it was on PBS. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. PBS. It was PBS. Sorry. So it was that on makes PBS. sense to me. And so, you know, when I was a kid, we watched a lot of PBS, and that was one of the few. It was such a I good did show. not watch a lot of Dragon Tales, but that theme song is so good. Yeah. I remember nothing but the vibes. Like, the vibes were great. <laughs> vibes were good. That one also had heart-shaped stones in it, did it not? Marty came. Wow. Did there, it? That's good. the connection. Well, wasn't, the, wasn't the wish stone in that heart-shaped? Yeah. Or am I just totally off yeah. my rocker? Was it? Or? No, I think it was a scale, right? Yeah. Oh. They, they just had the dragon scale. Okay, right, 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 right. But it, yeah, when you look at that scale, it has some vibes <laughs> of... Of what happens in this movie, or not really, but like <laughs> now that I think about it, that has the same. You know the, the to holding me. hands and the holding the stones. It the same emotion. It, that the same vibes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I did not remember that, but you forced a sense memory into my brain. So we begin our story with Barbie and Teresa. We begin with that who, strumming. We begin with oh, the good yeah, strumming. Guitar music. They're singing. It's wonderful. I want to say that I really like Barbie's face model in this scene. It's different than it is in the movie. Is it? Yeah. I think so yeah. Hmm. She they has some look more like college. She age. has some interesting hair, doesn't she? Yeah. It's so and, feathered. Um, like, it's so styled. You never see that hair on Barbie I, again. And yeah. I don't notice, like, different... Because, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I have aphantasia. So I can't visualize things, like, in my brain. Oh. It, I don't... I cannot see things with my brain. And so I know that it has a very different vibe, but I didn't realize the animation was different. <laughs> I, I like yeah. the vibe of the opening, though. It's very nice. Yeah. With um, the classic pictures. But I, it's very interesting. 
because we have uh, Barbie and Teresa and Stacy eventually, and those are their, you know, their canon dolls. Um, just like in uh, 12 Dancing Princesses, each of the sisters had a canonical doll mm-hmm. that chorus- mm-hmm. corresponded uh-huh. with them. So we get Teresa, which I think is fun, so. Right, and I didn't know that Teresa was a person, so that's exciting. If I may share a fun um, fact. Um, please. The fairy queen from Swan Lake is also a Teresa. Is she? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That that definitely makes sense to me. Interesting. Um, so. Fairy queen and Barbie should kiss. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the better ship. <laughs> My new we OTP just love women. <laughs> my OTP is Barbie X Miku. <laughs> Did you read that so. fic I sent you? No, not yet. Oh my god. <laughs> but I will. Do you know if Cloud Queen in Fairy in, in Magic of Pegasus is also Teresa? Rayla might be also Brianna. be a Teresa, but I think uh, That would make sense. I man. think Rayla might be a Christie. I need to check. Okay, okay. She's one of she those. She looks more like a Christy. Okay. See, yeah. Her. She just has similar vibes to me, but very cool. I don't know how you know that. I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it you says on the Fairy Queen's box, it says Teresa as. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're all actors. So, all uh, since this movie is very music focused and we start out with a song... Let's talk about music a little bit. Um, I was listening back to the Island Princess episode, and I got the word score mixed up with the word soundtrack, and I couldn't think of the other word, and I was, like, getting so frustrated, and I sound so dumb, and I'm like, God. So anyways, that's my correction for that episode. (laughs) But anyways. The errata. this one, (laughs) Arnie Roth does the score as per the huge, uh... That is the arrangement he conducts for the Czech Philharmonic Chamber Orchestra, mm. and then he produces afterwards. Uh, Arnie Roth. The soundtrack, the actual songs and the thing, which is what that is, um, <laughs> <laughs> are mostly uh, Amy Powers, who okay, that writes makes sense. a lot of stuff. I'll have a story to tell you in a little bit. But the first song is Two Voices, One Song, which slaps so good. Yes. Hits so right. So good. I love this song. I think I love all of the songs in this movie, actually. Even the villain song. Mm -hmm. Which is like barely anything. The only bad song is the twins song. The one the boys sing. What? You take that back. Excuse me? Those are some funny little guys. Look. They are funny little guys. <laughs> like, I jam out to I it too, but it's think... objectively bad. <laughs> Here's the thing about double vision. It's like painful in a good way. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> in an enjoyable way. Oh my goodness. What's the thing about double vision? Oh, well, so, okay. I appreciate that they were trying to create a musical language for this film in which... Jeremy and Ian are, like, rockabilly superstars. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do appreciate that they differentiate the sound that Ian and Jeremy's guitars make is different than mm-hmm. the sound that Alexa and Liana's guitars make. Mm. But in making them rockabilly, like, superstars, 
they have made them so undesirable to yeah. pair Alexa and Liana with. I do not want them to go home with my daughters. Like there is oh. no romantic tension in this movie. Those, okay, okay. I we'll am sitting on my porch there, with a gun. But, like, specifically like you're that, correct. But <laughs> all of this is correct. Um, because you're right, but that doesn't that doesn't hurt their characters for me because right. the movie is like barely even pressing for it. <laughs> Also, I'm really not into Jeremy, or rather Ian's line, um, want a dark beauty? When he's talking about- I I was gonna ask about that, but, um, the different characters, and I do like their guitars, because then when they show up, you know, in this background music, there's, like, kind of guitars when the- Dragon shows up. There's like horns. What's his uh, name? Slider. Slider. Um, 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 like so. Yes. Slider. Uh, Slider's musical uh tone is a horn section. Is he Slider like a trombone slide? Ah! Yes, I love that. <laughs> oh my god. That's why he's named Slider. Actually, yeah, I always appreciate that when characters have like themed yeah like music. a lot of the time you know they'll have like a themed melody but i love when they have themed instruments like a themed scout soundscape they do that in steven universe mm-hmm. really nicely yes and mm, love it that's so it is so good mm-hmm. i found all right oh sorry ted please go ahead oh you're good if you have more thoughts i'm gonna move us along but if you have please thoughts, no no please go please go okay <laughs> Um, so we start out with Barbie and Teresa, and they are writing a song together. I think they both have guitars. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes, they do. They both have guitars, um, and, you know, they're harmonizing, they're singing, and they're all like, oh, I really like how that went. And then they're f- taking notes, and Stacy storms in. I have I have a quick question. I know you're in the middle. Uh, <laughs> when she says the chords, are those right? Because... <laughs> That is not what Ultimate Guitar tells me the chords are for the bridge <laughs> oh section. It's entirely possible she was making things up. I'm going to be honest with you. I do have the sheet music that has a chord chart from Barbie.com. Like, this is this is something that somebody put on the Wayback Machine back when they provided sheet music for the films Ooh. on, like, on like, uh, gr- like gr- uh, gamesforgirls.com. Like, whatever it used to be called. Yep. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... I miss Barbie.com. Or like girl everything. Or everything girl. There we go. I got there. Um, yes. Back when it was everythinggirl.com, they used to post sheet music. And Tumblr user Queen Erica the Songful has a master post where uh, she will like upload all of these recovered sheet music files. And, very good. Yeah. You should send that to me. I will. Yeah, that sounds very useful. <laughs> That sounds necessary in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so they're playing their music. Stacy storms in. She is super mad at her friend Courtney, who's another Barbie doll. Um, but <laughs> I we don't knew see that Courtney. one. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are leading into another Barbie tells a story. Okay. But I think it's really interesting that instead of Kelly, it's Stacy. I really so, like that. Voice actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stacy is still Chantal Strand, who is usually Kelly. I also I, thought that I was want... funky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's because either aged. it's because they think that this story is a story like this style, like maybe little kids don't have fights like that where they hold a grudge mm. very often. Like little kids will fight, but it's not important in a minute. Mm-hmm. But once mm-hmm. you get older, 
like that's something that affects you more. So maybe it's because they thought that this was a message or, or that the tone of the movie was more for a slightly older audience. Or it's because this is Chantal Strand's last movie, I believe. I would think that's why, yeah. because Which, she's older now. Yeah. That she, like, yeah, that she the actress just the straight up aged up. And so they were like, oh, you can be Stacy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So okay. one of those things or both is my guess. I have like another yeah. thought. I have some more thoughts about the mm-hmm. whole Stacy thing because, so I was watching this with my mom and we were both like, okay, so like why, Stacy's supposed to be like 10 or like maybe 12 was the oldest, but like she looks more like a skipper's size. In this movie, and like she she looks older, and then she's got like the typical Barbie ponytail, and then she's voiced by mm-hmm. Kelly, hmm. and like there's just like so much going on there that it's like <gasps> there's a lot she going on there. She doesn't yeah. like look like the the Stacy that we get in the later movies where she's like yeah. like a little bit younger than this, and she's like very sporty. Yep. And she, my mom was like, "Is she wearing a dress or something?" Like, no, she's just wearing a like a like a long flowy shirt and leggings, and it's like. She's, she's not the typical Stacy we get later on in the Barbie series. That is interesting. Very, very interesting. Do you know, like, what the Stacy dolls were like before they started using them in the movies? Uh, house or? No, like, like, you like, know, because Barbie has a canon. Barbie I think size-wise, no, they so, were always because the same. Were, yeah, all that stuff came after this. Like... Like, but mm. but Barbie's sisters were canonized, yes. like, before they ever yeah. appeared in I a film. I think she's always been, like, generally geared sporty. Okay. Yeah. And, like, si- size-wise, so they're weird, about then. the same, like, always. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that, like, she's, like, um, Skipper's size in this movie. Hmm. Yeah. Barbie is Kelly Sheridan, obviously. Yep. Uh... Who is Courtney? You mean Teresa? Uh, nobody. Um, Who's Teresa? <laughs> Ter- Teresa is <laughs> Cassidy Ladin. Um, she right. is not normally a Barbie actress, but she is a vocalist. Oh. Uh, she was the one who performed Shine in 12 Dancing Princesses. And at the end of uh, Island Princess, she did the pop version of I Need okay. to Know. Mm-hmm. I oh. thought that was her. Okay, I've listened to that song a few times lately, and I'm like, this sounds like Teresa from Diamond Castle. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I really appreciated Alexa's, like, vocal texture. It is so different from every other Mm. Barbie voice actress that there has been so far. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, she, she has this wonderful alto quality to her voice. I just, yes. I love it so much. So much easier to say. And I really appreciate, and I think they specifically did spend more time on, like, uh, harmonies, mm-hmm. because it's a two-person oh, yes. show. Mm-hmm. Like, there are two main characters. Um, and so they really paid attention to harmonies, and they had, like, upper harmonies, and then they kind of switch, and it's really cute, you know? Yeah. And, like, the middle person kind of stays where they are, and then the upper harmonies goes below it in a range and i just really like the music in this show so i think good. they did very nicely yeah. amy powers can write a duet amy yeah. powers <laughs> can write a freaking duet yeah you know yeah. what i found out speaking of speaking of amy powers um a lot of these songs were co-written by like amy powers and megan cavallari among like six other people but on megan cavallari's website 
apparently she has a credit in But I'm a Cheerleader. What? It doesn't say this on IMDb, but on her website, she Hmm. lists But I'm a Cheerleader alongside like Barbie is the Island Princess and all of them. So clearly there's a sleeper lesbian agenda here. (laughs) I've always thought that about this movie. Excellent. (laughs) Um, We, I don't know about you, but I saw, um, but I'm a cheerleader for the first time last year. Oh, wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Had you seen that before? Yeah, I've, I had never I watched seen it on my it. own, um, yeah. So, as we all know, I go to a lot of conventions, and by a lot, I mean wow, like two really? a year. I know, I'm gonna go to three <laughs> yeah. this year. I've, I'm popping off. Um, So, uh, I've met uh, Donnie Bosco a few times. Um, Dante Bosco. Dante Bosco. Um, he's Ted and nice. Dante are I... just that close. Dante lets them call Dante Donnie. <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed to call him Donnie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I saw him talk once. He is, like, the most enjoyable, chillest man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just so relaxed. I passed him on an elevator once, and uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, it's Dante Bosco. And he was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this reminds me... I'm so sorry to interrupt you. One time, before Fan Expo Toronto expanded to the second hall, the second Mm -hmm. hall was used as, like, a carpooling zone for the guests, and I literally almost ran my stupid body into Tara Strong, and I, at the- (gasps) Tara Strong and Vic Mignogna were talking. Vic Mignogna waved at me, because- (sighs) He thought that I knew who he was, and it took me until, like, an hour later to put all the pieces together. Oh, my goodness. That's okay. We despise him. Yeah. Yes. If you knew that it was him, you would have had to engage him in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) I mean, this was in 2012, so I was... Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, this is is not for the air, but I have some stories of Vic Mignogna. Oh, boy. Wait a second. Have you also met Vic Mignogna? I have secondhand... So, I'm... The local convention was run by a woman who I'm friends with. Like, tangential friends with. She, You are totally friends with her. I'm friends with her. I give her hugs when I see her at cons. She has three children. She's amazing. Um, She had to quit running the con, which is very sad. Yeah, she is now doing the local Ren Fair, which I'm going to miss. So you have to go with my mom. She said she'd go with you. (laughs) Um... So, anyways, she, you know, had to get all the special guests, so she's interacted with them all, and so I've heard things. Yeah, apparently Vic Mignogna, like, Bastard anyone man. knows he sucks. Yeah, he's <laughs> been- You have to interact with him. He's been a jerk the whole time, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyways, uh, Dante Bosco, uh, there is a character in Homestuck, as I'm sure you are well aware- <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> that is we are really going on a tangent- on- I can delete it. I won't, but I could. <laughs> Anyways, he, there's a character based on Dante Bosco. So he was kind of into the Homestuck scene. So mm-hmm. he read Homestuck and he was like, this is really fun. And that was in my Homestuck Prime. And we're at this mm. small local convention. And it's like me and all of my friends are like the only Homestucks there. And he's all like, um, they were kind of all like, oh, if you want to take pictures with the VAs, you have it's a you have to pay a price or something. That was kind of a thing. They're all like, you know, we'll have paid pictures at mm-hmm. a later date. But he was just like taking pictures with Homestucks willy nilly. Oh. <laughs> he was just all like, hey guys, and then he'd take a selfie. 
my picture is somewhere on Dante Bosco's ah! Instagram. What? Oh Amazing. I didn't even know that. That's so exciting. <laughs> I think it's either my picture or one of my friends, but I, it's... Anyways, that's my Dante Bosco story. He's a funny man, and I love him. That's so nice. Oh, we were talking about, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, that's what you thought about. Okay. Yeah, he talked about it once at a convention, and I wanted to watch it for years, and I never Oh, did right, because he was in it. Yes, he yes. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him in that movie. That's how my brain works. Okay. <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> that's how it relates to Barbie. Like, okay. Stacy storms in. She is angry with her friend Courtney. She's like, I'm never talking to her again. Ugh. Okay, okay. What I love I'm is... i uh, dramatic retelling. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were... I was gonna... Inter- oh, ah, fine. Gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> go, go, go for it. <laughs> um, Barbie and Teresa, as well as Liana and Alexa, like, anytime anything happens, they will just give each other knowing looks. I yeah. love that! Yeah, yeah. And this is, like, the first time that it happens. They are just, like... Well, <laughs> they're like the moms, like, and they're Stacey communicating is with the their baby eyes. Gay. They're like, they're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, this baby gay needs our assistance. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I like because it's clearly Barbie's room. Her and Teresa are practicing. Um, they're writing a song together. Um, lesbian power. <laughs> and uh, well, you know, Teresa's by obviously, but. <laughs> You know, I don't want to erase her sexuality like that. Um, She's got bi-wife energy. She has. She is the bi-wife. Barbie <laughs> has bi-wife energy. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say a Victor Frankenstein uh, meme here. Please do. <laughs> you're not thinking of the bi-wife. You're thinking of the bi-wife energy, which is Barbie. <laughs> Goodness. Um, <laughs> anyways... Um, it's Barbie's room, but Stacy just, like, lets herself in. She just, like, slams open the door, closes it, throws herself in Barbie's computer chair, yeah. and she's like, I'm never talking to her again. Ugh, tweens. And then, th- you know, they stop do- what they're doing, because Barbie's a good sister. I think she, she is, is, like, the- she's the older sister you would go and talk to. You're all like, this thing mm. happened. Do you guys have siblings? No. Yes, I have a brother. Yeah. So... I think I'm the only one that with an older si- sister then. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I have an odd relationship with my sister in which, yes, I will tell her pretty much anything, but also I don't know that she knows I'm gay. Oh. Um, <laughs> She has to have figured it out by now, right? You would think. Don't you have you a fiance? You talk your girlfriend to her. <laughs> I, have ne- I have never said in so many words oh my God. Uh, <laughs> that I am gay. Yeah, I think you've said the word girlfriend oh, specifically, absolutely though. absolutely I have. Okay. Huh. You know, some <laughs> people think that <laughs> girlfriend means, it. like, your your friend who's a girl. My oh, gal no. pal. She, my parents might be like that, but not mm-hmm. my sister. She would never. Um, I have headcanons about my sister's sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh, my God. I do. Um, but... I don't know. I never had, like, I did have friend issues, and sometimes you don't want to go to your parents. Yeah. It's, you know, there's weird friend drama. You do go to your siblings, because they're similar in age range, and you're all like, what do I do about this? But also, I had, like, a really toxic relationship throughout my entire youth as a friend, Mm -hmm. with a friend, and my sister had a similar toxic relationship with a girl who was her best friend. And so, yes. Was it, was it like a 
was it like a toxic homoerotic female friendship or <laughs> no one time one time this girl asked me uh because we we kind of fell out of touch she has a child now that's like wow. three yeah um <laughs> she because i've been dating my girlfriend for almost seven years now and oh my so God, congratulations thank you <laughs> it'll be seven years in july anyways gay ass thanks <laughs> um <laughs> Um, this was sort of, she once asked me, you know, she was like, oh, you're gay. And I was like, yep, I have had a girlfriend for two years now or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was all like, did you ever think about dating me? I've never said no so fast in my life. (laughs) (laughs) She did that kind of typical straight girl thing. She's like, oh, did you, did you ever crush on me? Did you, did you think about dating me? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. I watched you with your boyfriends and I thought. That looks like a shit show. <laughs> she does a thing where she like flirts with other boys to make her boyfriend jealous. Oh my good. It was it was it was a bad relationship for moi. So I I just I understand um what Stacy is doing. Because mm. <laughs> Well also, hopefully she's not going through something like that. No, I think but... they did just have a disagreement. But it is kind of like the uh at least with me, if I opened my sister's room, it would be like instant death unless I had a good reason. So, a hundred percent, yeah. I think Barbie is a much nicer sister. <laughs> See, I was the older sister. Yeah, your uh, sister goes to you for everything. Yeah, I. Well, I don't know that she goes to me for advice. She goes for to me to be like, all right, here's the drama. <laughs> God, your sister has the best drama. Yeah, she does. It's good. Um, yeah. No, mm-hmm. but yeah, Charlotte had boyfriend troubles once and uh she would not tell anyone in the family when she started dating the guy when they started having troubles when they broke up she is very intensely private about that sort of thing it's wild what an interesting kid i love her (laughs) she's 20 how old is she uh 20 21 no that can't (laughs) yes 21 she's been drinking for so long it's hard to (laughs) tell Yeah, exactly. It's like, can you drink legally now? Do you buy your own alcohol? She would. So, uh, Stacy and Courtney have had an argument. And Barbie and Teresa have this knowing look between the two of them. And Barbie's all like, I'm going to tell you of two friends named Liana and Alexa, who also had an argument. I had to work through it or something. Um, but she's like, she kind of does the, I don't know if you'd be interested. And Stacy's like, I mean... If you're telling a story, I'm interested. Yeah, I was about to say, what I really like about that is that Stacy is obviously like, go on. Like, she knows that Barbie's gonna tell it, but she's, she's like, it, it, the vibes are vaguely indulgent, but also genuinely excited. Yeah, like, for this story. The idea that your, your, uh, preteen little sister would be, like, excited for a little fantasy story that you're making yeah. up. I don't know, that's cute. A little moral, moral story, moral story. <laughs> so and then the story starts with a song Barbie and Teresa are dating yeah yeah, yeah of course they are. so she tells a story about quote friends uh huh <laughs> best um, friends about friendships mm-hmm. about <laughs> two friends like who live together and sell flowers <laughs> this is just it. this is Barbie and Teresa's cottage core fantasy this is the cottage core lesbian movie. Live together. This is the cottage core lesbian movie. You guys get it. But I've never even really thought about it that way before. That like 
<laughs> She's doing this on purpose. That's them. <laughs> um, so <laughs> They're in love. <laughs> they start singing the same song they were singing at the beginning of the movie, and it's kind of a segue into um, Liana and Alexa singing a song as they're gardening, as they're picking flowers and taking care of their floral crops. Right. It's so good. Um, this is their <laughs> I... living. They sell flowers. They It shows them selling it to a guy in a carriage, and then he takes off again. Uh, they're doing pretty good. May I just say about the man in the carriage? Yes. That is blatantly Julian. Julian's it's character Julian. model. <laughs> yeah. He's used, like, a couple times in this yeah. movie. What's hilarious to me is that they have blatantly Julian's character model in this scene, and then also blatantly Julian's character model in the mansion. Yeah. Yes. As, like, yes. the butler. Yep. <laughs> is it actually Julian, or is it, like, the the guy who's... It's Julian with glasses I feel like there's on. another That's what dude it is. who looks vaguely it's, like it's that. It's just Julian with glasses. He's got the same hair. It's the same hair, and it's it's his, it's his like, he's got those really shallow cheeks mm. with that yeah. like slight that slight like pointiness to his face i could clock oh, yeah. it a mile I was, away i was imagining a different butler looking guy no that's julian <laughs> <laughs> um so you know it kind of shows us their daily life um they take care of the garden they sell their flowers we have to establish the status quo before we rip everything away from them and then they yes. play on the guitars it's so nice. Yeah, they practice their guitars. It's very cute, very good. Um, uh, I believe it's uh, Liana, and she's hopping across some stones in the river. She is, yes, because she's the bold one. Uh, Alexa seems a little... She's a little uh, more timid. A little, yeah, reserved. nervous to go on the stones. She does it, like, haltingly. That's the word I was looking okay. for. And then they hold hands as they're trying to get across, though. Yes. Yeah, so... Yes. Okay. So Liana sees something sparkling and she goes and she picks up these two heart-shaped stones and she's all like, oh, Alexa, come look. And then Alexa starts crossing the stones and Liana says, oh, watch out for that slippery stone that right yeah. there. Mm. And then she holds out her hand and helps her girlfriend across <laughs> ah. the stones. And it's very romantic. True love. Oh, to have a girlfriend It's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> you have a girlfriend who holds your hand? Yeah, Unlike oh, some it? of us. Can you imagine it? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, these stones are very important, actually, and they will they, come into play They will later. be, indeed. Uh, uh, Alexa immediately says that they look magical, and Liana makes fun of her. Uh, <laughs> I relate to Alexa because she is also the bullyable one <laughs> in the <laughs> squad. Yes. You're correct. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, very suddenly... Um, a windy rainstorm comes up. We see the clouds. Very, from... very suddenly. Okay. And this time around, I was like, is this an unnatural rainstorm? But there's nothing it's to not. apply that Mother it Nature is, is just homophobic. Just like, um, you're yeah, right. No, I was literally like, this is God's punishment for them being gay and too happy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, they run inside to stay out of the rain. Um, and we see... Uh, them running inside and uh, a tree branch snaps and falls down. And yeah, it's bad out there. Are like toppling over and their flowers and it's like, are. Yeah, this must be unseasonal or like they worse than usual. It, yeah. I don't. I don't know Spring what's happening here. Maybe like this actually is like something magical. Maybe maybe this was caused by Lydia somehow, 
and we just we just but don't know it. There's there's nothing to imply that because she doesn't even know that they exist. Well, well I'm not sure. What is the time frame? Yeah, like what if this is like her Between her taking over the castle and that girl going inside of the mirror and well, they don't have the mirror yet. No, but like, what is the time frame for her? Oh, has I, it been like two? Maybe days? Maybe it has been only two days. I would assume years. a lot longer, but I we don't know. I mean. There's nothing. Mm. It can't have been too long because the same old lady has the mirror since yeah. she jumped into it. So, so I think it's been I, like huh. those days. So maybe the huh. rainstorm was caused hmm. by the evil witch. Hmm. The evil. Hmm. That has never... Uh, huh. This is my game theory. Okay. I like this theory. This is good. <laughs> that the storm is a result of uh, yeah, Lydia leaving the... because that girl got away. Lydia. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's my theory. It's a good theory. <laughs> um, so they go inside, and they're all like, oh no, what do we do? And they do not have tarps or anything. No. But tarps would not have helped their trellises. Those are down, down, down. <laughs> yeah, but the ground flowers, at least. Um, and Alexa is very stressed, and Liana is all like, but look what I did. Uh, and she's made, she's fashioned necklaces <laughs> for them to wear wow, the little heart I love stones. those necklaces. It's almost like she I have a necklace. their friendship. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Charlie is vamping. Uh, all three of us are wearing our necklaces. Juice doesn't have theirs yet, but they will. They you will, will have one. <laughs> Join our cult. Don't you worry, Juice. <laughs> one of my favorite pastime hobbies is buying things for friends. That's a good one. I love that <laughs> one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so uh, they have jam and bread. Or... Bread and jam. Yep. They're already poor. And then this happens. <laughs> yep. This is their punishment for being gay. <laughs> they need to head out for the day, and she's all like, what would you like? We've got it. bread and jam or jam and bread. <laughs> because Liana is trying to stay positive. She is... Uh, Good on her. Alexa, I don't want to say is pessimistic, but she is more anxious. She's She worries mm-hmm. about things more. Um, oh, not that yeah, Liana yeah. Um, doesn't worry, but she's... Okay, no, because... I would say that Alexa is more of a realist because yes. Alexa says this food is not going to last us the mm. winter, and Liana says it will. It has to. Yeah. Yep. And it's like that's just straight up denial. Like it's fine. Yeah. There's a difference between positivity, which is good, and like avoiding Delusion, legitimate almost. issues. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Uh. I do want to talk about this as the movie goes on, like, uh, Alexa's worldview and how, how we feel about, like, some of the decisions she makes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she... I, but we can get into that. <laughs> she should have just, like, started singing, I want to be a millionaire. Like, like, like that's, that's literally the vibes <laughs> oh, right. that I was getting in that scene. Because this is the point <laughs> where, like, uh... Once they have the necklaces, she's like, if if these were really magic, I would wish for more food than we could ever eat and more dresses that we could ever wear. They have two different reactions to being poor. Alexa is like, I want to escape this uh, anxiety that is being caused me by not being able to uh, have my my needs fulfilled mm-hmm, i need mm-hmm. i need my needs to be fulfilled and uh the the way that i see to escape that is through luxury it's through having to never worry about it again yep. but uh Li- liana is like 
fuck rich people. Well, <laughs> She's like, if we had all that stuff, we would be insufferable. Yeah. Well, Liana, <laughs> eat the rich. is ready for class warfare. <laughs> yes, she is. For me, um, I kind of see it as Liana is all like, as long as I have you, I don't need anything else. <gasps> and Alexa is all like, that's very romantic, and I love you, but we need food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's not that she doesn't feel similarly, you know, she wants more things, but she wants Liana to be there with her. <laughs> but she does, she she worries about those things. She's all like, I do love you, but we do need food. We need, you know, clothing. We need a roof over our heads. Hmm. Hades Town musical vibes. Uh, just mm. like Eurydice. <laughs> That's for me. <laughs> but some of you will get it. So uh, they take their bread and jam out for the day, and uh, they run into an old woman uh, passing them on the road. She's got her little knapsack. Oh, have we already, have they already, uh, when they're cleaning up, they do another song. We, they don't have No, that's not, yet. that's later. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, you are correct, because they have to have the mirror, because that's how yep. that is triggered. Thank you. Okay, my bad. No, you're good. Uh, so... She's, they pass her, and Liana says, she looks really, she looks starving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and she, yeah, and I don't think Alexis would have given away her food, not that she's not a caring person, but she doesn't think she could afford to do that sort of thing. But she would not try to stop Liana either. No. Yeah. Like, yep. she is perfectly all right with that level of generosity. Yep. Yeah. I just, I really do like their dynamic. So she says, excuse me, ma'am, can I offer you, can I share this with you or whatever? Mm-hmm. And the old woman is like, thank you. Uh, she's like, you can have one of my treasures in return. Yeah. And she has a bag of very rusted metals, uh, bowls, spoons, cups. And Liana's all like, oh, I really couldn't. And Alexa's the one who's like, you don't want to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so Liana's like, well, maybe this then. And it's a mirror. And she takes it and the woman's all like i'm so glad you know you like that and then she leaves just imagine the storyline being different and her taking the broken whistle instead and like like (laughs) it's it's still magic what if like they they repaired the whistle and they used that and like they got a magic whistle (laughs) do you think this old woman just collects magic artifacts maybe yeah like Okay, okay, no, because, because we see later in the film that that was just a regular, extremely fancy mirror, and when Liana says she didn't know what she had, we have to get this back, uh, she is 100% right, like, that old woman should have sold that, it would have been worth a lot, except you can't sell it now because there's a person in there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, they take it to the river, she cleans you it off, You never know, it could have been like, magic oh, this is probably before a Melody was in it. It could have. You don't know. Don't you think? I, I don't know. I feel like Melody would have mentioned if she was like, oh, yeah, also it's magic in here. I, Pretty weird, I'm, huh? I just have <laughs> thoughts about this, like, old lady. Like, maybe, maybe she's actually a witch. We don't know. We don't know her story. We don't know. I love her. I don't actually care for her. She doesn't have a personality. <laughs> it means nothing to me. Personality traits. Old. <laughs> yeah, basically. Lady. And we all know. How I feel about old people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about saying it, but I didn't. And then you said it, so yep. it's fine. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Is Ted, like, prejudiced against the old? Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> wow. They don't have rights. 
They're wrinkly and gross, and I will never be one. Ted, Ted, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> Ted, please. But, like, you, you're you gonna age. I don't think so. I'm built different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, R.A.P. to you guys, but... <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Uh, so they have the mirror. <laughs> yes, they have a mirror now. It's very nice. Um, and so she puts it in her basket, and they go to their gardens, and they're gonna recover what they can. Uh, you know, kind of picking up the mess, recovering what flowers they can still salvage and see if they can sell. And Teresa's like, you know, even with all of this, we won't make enough money to survive till next growing season. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're still together. They are singing a little song as they... It's interesting to me that they have never thought of singing for money before. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Like, it seems like that could be a decent backup. They're pretty good at it, but... Hmm. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Why don't they do this? So what song are they singing, Ray? Well, have you guys ever heard of the song Tenerte y Cuerte? What? Ooh, uh, say more about this. Oh, Guys, Connected is recycled. Well, I knew it was recycled. Guys? I did know that. I didn't know how recycled it was. Because I know it was in Aquamarine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh okay, 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 okay. So, Denerte y Cuerte came out in uh, 2004. I did way too much research into this, and I think it's interesting, so I'm going to I, I'm gonna I love you talking. for this. I, go, go, go. I love Please. this. Okay. There was no reason. Anyways, the song was written at that time by Amy Powers, Guy Roche, and DiCarlo. Oh, uh, so it was, it was still Amy Powers? It was, yes. I wasn't sure, I but it was. I think that man is French, and his name is Guy. Guy Roche. That makes sense Guy Roche, me. yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, the band, RBD, Latin pop group. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> RBD stands for Rebelde, uh, Rebel, um, which is the name of the telenovela (laughs) that the band members starred in about six students at a boarding school who form a band. Oh my goodness. Wow. Can we watch this? Um, I think it was on Netflix. I don't know if it is anymore. (laughs) We need to look into this. But yeah, it was very popular, and then the band became even more popular. Think, like, Miley Cyrus type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the first telenovela in its season three to get hour-and-a-half-long episodes. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow! Right? Uh, so, that is the origin of the song on, on their uh, first album. Uh, <laughs> the song then appears in the film Aquamarine, which is a little iconic. It's a little terrible, but I love it so much. It, you know, <laughs> it has some also gay vibes in it. Let's let's be clear. It does. Yes. I like Aquamarine. It's a silly little it's movie. It's so good. It is. I need to rewatch it. And and you can see why Amy Powers was like, yeah, this works. Like uh movies about female friendship. She's like, let's put connected in yep. it. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only song that Amy Powers uh, contributed to uh, Aquamarine. Um, It was sung by the titular Aquamarine, Sarah Paxton. Um, 
Also on that soundtrack is an Emma Roberts cover of uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. I, I, did a, I read a lot of wiki pages, guys. <laughs> the song was then also on uh, RBD's um, English language album, Rebels. Hmm. Um, also in 2006, which is the same year that Aquamarine came out. Uh, I got so confused because I was like, okay, is the song from the band or not? Because the the English language album came out after Aquamarine. And then I was like, oh, there was a Spanish <laughs> version. Thank you. Finally. I, this was annoyingly hard to find out. I only discovered this stuff because I already knew that something was up from like last time I looked this up. Like, very... The, the wikis are not comprehensive, guys. <laughs> this song needs its own wiki. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> like, this is a this is so good. I only knew about the aquamarine part, and I was like, why is this the only way that I can listen to this song on iTunes? It's from Sarah Paxton and Aquamarine. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. <laughs> yep, that would be it. Yeah, I would definitely recommend listening to Tenerte y Cuerte. It, it's, it's good. It sounds good. Um, But... Connected in Diamond Castle is the best version of the song because it is the only one in which the chorus has the call and response. Yeah. Uh, all the other versions are just connected, protect. It's not connect, connected, protected, protected. Yeah, which is just better. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I also get very, very confused because on. The English language RBD album, the song is not credited to Amy Powers. It's credited to Robert Rogers and Javier Frank. And I'm like, who are these men? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Um, I'm assuming, well, no, they can't have done the English translation because that was already done for Aquamarine. I have no idea. Robert Rogers is an R&B guy. I don't know what he's doing there. He writes songs for The Temptations and Marvin Gaye. Guys, I've read so many wikis. What? what is this conspiracy? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that's that. So then so then the song came out in Diamond Castle in 2008. So all the way from two, 20, 2004 to 2008. That's the, the adventures of Diamond, of, of Connected. I mean, there's one other version at the end of the movie, but yes. Well, that's true. I don't actually remember who sings McPhee. that. Good. So, uh, they are singing Connected, and... Which also slaps. That's the song they're singing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Blindfolded on this carriage ride. Oh, every other version, it is not carriage ride, it is roller coaster. Yes, and that's objectively not as good (laughs) as carriage ride. (laughs) Here's the thing. I think carriage ride that we call life... I think that that line is such a microcosm of this film... Where, um, recently I've been getting back into, like, the Society for Creative Anachronism, and I think that this film is such a funky example of creative anachronism. Hmm. (laughs) Because, like, they, like, the girls are clearly playing lutes that have guitar necks Hmm. and headstocks. Like, (laughs) it's very, it's very blatant, right? It's a very interesting world they've created. (laughs) Yeah, and then, and then Lydia... Is playing like an aulos, yeah, yeah. except the aulos that she's playing is like it is somehow both a woodwind aulos, 
but it is also somehow a brass mm. instrument because the only way you could you could do that turn in the tubing is if it were a brass instrument because like a woodwind like you can't you can't do that to a woodwind that makes sense um, because it's all yeah the whistle kind of effect yeah there's so much going huh. on with the- <laughs> this movie <laughs> this, this movie has a lot um so as they're singing their song they hear a third part harmony <gasps> kind of start to pitch in. I wonder who it is. And they're all like, what is that? So they stop, and the voice also stops. And they're like, that was weird. And yeah. so they start up again, and they're paying attention, and it's coming from inside the basket where the mirror is. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Scream last night. It was very fun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so... You know, she rips open her basket and she's like, aha! And uh, I think they even see Lydia on Melody. The, in the mirror. Sorry, Melody. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> they see Melody on the mirror and she's like, oh! And then she disappears. And they're like, no, wait, please come back. <laughs> and they're all like, okay, wait, wait, wait. And so then they start singing again. Mm-hmm. And so... They switch from connected to two voices, one song. And then it becomes three yeah. voices. And then Melody's all like, three... Okay. D- Ted has salt. Oh. Okay. Oh. I am not a fan of Melody. Oh, no. Because, hey, we're tying back to Camp uh, Rock. Uh, be- into right. Rock and Royals. Because. Um, oh, right. So I, I said something and I was all like, well, you know, this makes sense. Her name's Melody, not Harmony. Okay. Because. And then I said, her <laughs> Girl, your name is Melody, not Descant, but... (laughs) We're so funny. I'm glad that we're making these extremely deep cuts. (laughs) So, I don't dislike her voice. I think she has a lovely singing voice, but it's very much of a lead singing voice. You know, uh, Hmm. uh... Um, um, Liana and Alexa are singing their two-part harmony, and she's all like... And they blend very nicely, and, and her, when, when she's harmonizing with when them, she harmonizes, it also blends but very, then she's very nicely. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, Ted just doesn't like that style of singing. I don't like that style, and I think it's, uh, it draws the attention to you instead of yeah, being a you. Li- it feels self-important a little bit. And, yes. And, like, I, I, I agree. Mm, yeah. And that was specifically a plot point in um, Rock, Rock and, and Royals, Royals. Yeah. where uh, the rock star girl has to learn that she can't be the star of the show every time. She has to let her voice blend with everybody else. It's a group effort. Um, you, you have to let other people shine at different parts when they have the melody, when they have the solo. Um, and so that bothers me about melody the most, especially because I'm, I'm so into these lesbians mm singing their little duets and i'm like who is this trying to sing with them three voices excuse, excuse me excuse me not the lyrics. that is their third <laughs> leave her alone i will not leave her alone she should leave she's only on a part of hands. the throuple she wants to be part of it okay well she can't be because this girl is straight no <laughs> i hate I hate to be the one to okay, break it to you, Charlie. No, no. The only straight people I, in this movie yeah. are the boys. I hate to break it to you. No, she says the boys are attractive. Then she's bisexual. She could be bi. She could be, but only a straight woman would think they are attractive. <laughs> they're they're rokish and regish. Reg, re, yes. Rokish. Rakish. 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 
Bi people love that shit. Okay. She I'm telling you, she also is in but... love with them too. And that's why this this whole thing is about jealousy. This whole movie. <laughs> I have thoughts, okay? Well, and that is definitely, that is definitely there. And see, I think Melody is fine, but also I don't, as much as I am, like, a multi-shipper, like, polyamory, like, 100% all the time. I've never even considered them like that. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they are a a couple with, like, a very close friend who's part of their... <laughs> that's because that's what I am in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> You're the melody! <laughs> we are not even... Ooh. Yeah, like, like, uh... Spoilers! Uh, Alexa gets jealous of uh, Liana and Melody later in the movie, and I'm like, "Girl, you don't need to." <laughs> like, I mean, maybe because for me, there isn't a lot of chemistry there. Like, I could see it and could do it, but like in the movie itself, like, I just I don't know. She's their okay, friend. Okay, but like, there was just one line that I highlighted where Melody's like, "The three of us." Mm. I like that, and like. It was, like, very purposely, like, hmm, I, she wants to be part of this. She wants them to be a thruple, okay? She does. <laughs> so since we're talking about singing, uh, I didn't bring up Liana's singing voice earlier, is Melissa Leon's. Uh, she started doing singing for Barbie, for Kelly Sheridan, uh, in Princess and the Popper, mm-hmm. and she does a lot of films. And uh, she's been killing it since then. Yeah, she, she has. has. Like, holy crap. Good shit. Girl. Um, <laughs> Melody is Marique Hendrisk. Uh, I probably butchered her name. Uh, she, we have talked about her before because she is Reagan in the Barbie Diaries. Um, oh. She's a pretty prolific voice actress. I'm not sure what other Barbie things she's in or if there are any more. She is Bahamian Canadian. She was born in Bohemia. So they coax her out by singing a song, and she tells them her woes. They're all like, why are you in a mirror? What the heck? And she's all like- She was trapped in a mirror, well, and it Melody's couldn't be clearer. Voice, Melody's singing voice is Lara Janine. Uh, um, I don't know that she does a lot- She does some voice work, I think, and some acting, but not much. Uh, mostly what I saw in her un- IMDb is that she wrote a song called Unden- Undeniable that uh, featured in a lot of shows, like oh, teen shows, like it was on Degrassi. All right. <laughs> oh, hey! So, that's that's what- me! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you know what's hilarious? I actually did watch Degrassi. My brother did not. My dad brought my brother to the Degrassi school where they, like, shot the show. <gasps> what? I've never been there, but he brought my brother for some what? fucking reason. I just remember the ads for Degrassi. I never watched it, but I do remember the ads. Mm, same. Yeah. It was it was an iconic part of that time period. <laughs> uh, I watched one episode where a girl sent her boyfriend nudes and then he spread them around. Uh, Ain't that oh, just no. So it was because he sent her pictures of him like being cute and soft, and then she sent him around, and he was like, "This ruins my tough guy image." That's and not so the then he thing. like did revenge no. porn, but also he specifically oh told God. her not to show the pictures to anyone. So like she was in the wrong first, but like he was more in the wrong. Yeah, he was more wrong, but like he committed I was, like, a crime. You're also a bad by... person. 
producing <laughs> and distributing child pornography. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So. That's the one episode. Melody is an apprentice muse who is on the run from Lydia, who, so I think there are only three muses at any given time, you know. I have things to say about that. Yeah. Um, Let me get through this section. We've been here for so long. Uh, (laughs) The other two muses are Dory and Phaedra. 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 There's no N there. Why did I put it? That's just what your brain does. It's fine. My brain likes to add and take away letters. So Dory and Phaedra. Lydia, who decided she wanted to be the most important muse. She didn't want to share this with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she turns those two into stone after they hid the diamond castle from her. Because they're like, she shouldn't have access to this. Mm-hmm. So, every time a song is created, <laughs> yeah. a new stone... A new diamond a appears. A new diamond appears on the diamond castle. Um, <laughs> and so... You know, Lydia wants to have control of that. She wants to have... Well, I think she wants to destroy every song. Like, so speaking she... of selfish singers... Uh... She's the... So only her music is allowed <laughs> in the world or something? I think she's the only person who's allowed to make music ever again. They say that there will be no music if she wins. Yeah, so she's like, it's just really bad, you know, if this happens. So, um, so this that's why Lydia, uh, you know, she wants to do that. And that's why Melody is on the run. So she... Uh, She's the only one who knows how to get back to the Diamond Castle. So she ran off, and then she hid herself in a mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, I am now more convinced by your, this was like two days ago, uh, argument. Uh-huh. Because uh, Melody has not spoken since then. And Melanie, Melody could not keep that up for more than like a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. Right. Uh, so, you know, she hides in a mirror, but then something snaps her flute so she has no way of getting back out mm, right i forgot her. she dropped it and then slider stepped on it yep. so she and is trapped so that's why melody's in the mirror i'd like to reverse and talk about the concept of the diamond castle gaining a diamond stone for every single song that's a every lot of fucking diamonds so, so i need you to know um the song uh you're a little bean, you're a boy, you're a little bean boy. Which is a song I sing to my cat. Um, you're a bean, That's a diamond. That you're is a, boy, a diamond. You're a sweet little bean boy. That's my cat song. Um, there's also, you're a stinky little poop baby. <laughs> poop, poop. <laughs> so every single song yeah. is yeah. a diamond. And I'd like you to consider that. Does this count um, when you when you change the lyrics of a song or like like translate it or? I wouldn't think so. I think different it's versions okay. of it. Do crystals do crystals divide in any kind of way, or do they just make bigger crystals when they grow? Are what the was two that hearts, one controversy uh, a while ago Leona with and Katy Perry's Dark Horse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I remember that being a thing, mm. but. Only peripherally. Okay. Well, I remember Sarah Bareilles and Kelly Clarkson? Or was it... Anyways, Sarah Bareilles has a song, and then somebody else made a song, and they were kind of similar, mm. and Sarah, and they were all like, oh, she plagiarized Sarah Bareilles, and Sarah Bareilles was like, they're both songs about being positive. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. There are... are our society has very specific musical patterns that people have decided are pleasing. Mm-hmm. And so they is get this reused. Werewolf in London happens. Yeah. Is this <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama? Is this <laughs> what's the one we were 
drinking different things. We were smoking many things. Funny things. I don't know what that song is, but Making that's a third love one. love out by the lake to our favorite song. And then, you know, wow, ooh, werewolves in London. Those yeah. are all the same song. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have the Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo CD, um, Sour, and there's a song and it plays and I'm like, haha, hey, Ray. This sounds kind of like uh, this Taylor Swift song on this CD. And mm. I was like, they're so similar. Ha 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 ha. And Ray's all like, I looked it up. That's because she sampled that song. <laughs> 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 yeah, we are. I don't know what the. So what's the line between sampling and plagiarism? <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> it's the same difference as the creation of transformative work yeah. versus the plagiarization of pre-existing content. Mm-hmm. So if I were to sample, let's say like in Ice Ice Baby, they've got like the ding, yep, ding, yep, ding, yep, ding, 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 sure ding, do. ding, ding, yeah. So it's the sample is being played in a different context, like in a different musical context. Even yeah. if it's like a similar genre of music or like the content is similar, it's still a different musical context than okay. the original song, right? Like you're not you're not releasing a cover that is okay. entirely the same okay. mix. You aren't like stealing the melody and well, passing it off of, as your own. I think yeah, it's I think that it's a very thin line and that like because people will make arguments that, like, they used the same chord progression as I did. They obviously stole it from me. And normally they oh, don't God. win those cases. But, yeah. like, 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 even, like, specifically Ice Ice Baby, when it starts, <laughs> you don't know which song it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, it seems a little bit like plagiarism because it hasn't been transformed like that actual beat yeah but interesting interesting um it really depends on like how the courts are feeling and how many lawyers people want to pay for yeah. <laughs> my favorite uh that's sample true use is uh that one fallout boy song that uses the munsters theme song yes do 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 Okay, I also have opinions on sampling in general. I don't have opinions on plagiarism. I don't actually care very much. I think that people should make money, but they don't make enough money. Anyways, I have... Anyways, uh, sampling, I feel like, should say something about the history of the song or, like, the context. Like, Fall Out Boy just does samples for sounds, and that's valid, but also I'm like... What are you trying to say with the monsters theme? <laughs> what does that have to do with Uma Thurman? It's nothing. <laughs> but well, don't they? They also sampled the da 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 from Immortals. Yeah, yeah, which has nothing to do with that song either. I I would sing a snippet of that other song, but I, it's like. She wants to dance like Uma Thurman. No, I'm thinking the 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 da 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 da. I I like that song. If I could think of like any of the lyrics, something in the window, in the man behind the counter, something, 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 something. 
And he's and carrying then, like, an umbrella. Sometimes rhymes the lines. I like that song. It's funny. Do 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 do. Okay. So she's in this mirror. She's trapped. The Diamond Castle is the birthplace of all music. Uh, and Lydia finding it would mean the end of music. And with it, eventually the world. Okay. Um, I don't know that they say that. They just say that life would be bad. Yeah, life would be so sad. Very bad. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, life would uh, be she, super uh, She says everything would be gray and hopeless or something like that. And uh, Alexa's like, just like our home. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alexa. Okay. Okay, um, can we talk about, like, Lydia and the muses and that whole situation? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, first I have thoughts about their whole relationship and all of that, because, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's it one, again, that is a poly trio. Um, I 100% um, agree. And then Lydia, I don't know what what's happening there. Like, was she getting jealous, or <laughs> was she... Dory and Phaedra want to join the Greater Seattle Polycule. Lydia says, no. <laughs> Lydia's just like, no, I don't want to share you with anyone else, so that means no one can have you now. And then, like, she... That's a she dark, ru- That's a dark take on the, And then she runs the- off, and then they change the locks on her. That's literally what happened. <laughs> yeah, they hide their house. They literally just changed the oh, locks, and breakup. she, like, moved out. Oh my goodness. And... I imagine she was all like, but I want to be the lead in the band. And they're all like, um, is your name Melody? We didn't think so. (laughs) But Dory, I've got the whole world to see. (laughs) Um, do do you want me to Um, talk about the mythology stuff now or? Okay. Because I mean, they're, they're the muses. So interesting Mm -hmm. that there's only three. Are there normally three muses, or yes. um, I felt like there's there usually more sometimes. Nine. If if it's the ones you're thinking of, it's usually okay. nine. Um, they're like um, Apollo's fangirls. You know, they're just they're like <laughs> Apollo <laughs> and the muses. That's that's how I think of My them. My favorite one is Terpsichore. Which which one? <laughs> Terpsichore. Okay, that's how you say that. Um, I have never known how to say her name. <laughs> I I know which one you're talking about. It's it's the one who's in Xanadu, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. It, in my brain, <laughs> juice. I'm gonna go to you every time I don't know how to. My brain a is like terpsichore because I'm just I have too no confident, Ted. I don't know how to pronounce Greek, um, but I know just the music dance. <laughs> okay, so here's the here's the thing. I'm pretty sure in modern Greek you would name it. You would say it like terpsichore okay. or something. Okay, so oh. but in English, terpsichore. Okay, uh, my brain was just like terpsichore because. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so there's usually nine muses. Um, I could name all of them, but I d- can't pronounce Greek, as I've already said, so I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I also can't pronounce their mother's name. I could name them, but I also can't. <laughs> they're, they're like the daughters of Zeus and um, somebody else whose name I yeah. can't pronounce, mm. but she's the tightness of memory. So that's cool. Okay. So like memory and like they're they represent the arts and like music and dance and history also just you know all the liberal arts kind of humanities stuff <laughs> but also like astronomy <laughs> the liberal arts college <laughs> it, it's weird it's like mostly humanities but then there's like astronomy i think in there a little bit too okay 
No, that like yeah. in a Greek context yeah, in a, specifically, that makes in a, a Greek lot of context. Sense to me I get it. Yeah. That astronomy is an art. Yeah, it's an art, but also like it's not technically a science, but you know, you know. Um, no. so we have the three muses in this mu- movie who are not the three muses of Greek mythology. <laughs> if you didn't know, we have Dory, um, who is is actually um a Norse name. Um, as I found out. That's what I was yeah. going to ask, if they were actually They're, Greek names, okay, if you one, knew. But, okay, huh. so she's the only one who's not a Greek name, I should say. Um, so, okay, yeah, Dory huh. is the name of a dwarf from Norse mythology, also one of the dwarves um, of Tolkien's, because, of course, he, he stole all his names. Of um, course. And, yeah, so she plays the liar. Um, and then we have Phaedra, who is kind of important in Greek mythology, but she's not a muse. Um, mm. She's uh, Ariadne's sister. Um, Theseus is, like, one of his wives. Snaps for Ariadne. Yeah, she has a very <laughs> tragic story. I could go into that, but that's, that's a whole, um, thing where she, the basis is that she falls for her stepson, um, because, because Ooh. he was cursed by Aphrodite for, yeah, He's he's an arrow ace. Why Aphrodite gotta do people he's like arrow this? He's arrow ace, like, and he okay, was like, no, no I don't want Specifically, Aphrodite is like, fuck this one family yeah, in particular. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, he's he was just like, I don't want love and all that shit. And Aphrodite was like, well, I'm gonna make your your stepmom fall in love with you then. Um, and then also he died. Um, it was all bad. Anyway, so Phaedra is a Greek <laughs> name, and God, I can't pronounce the the. The instrument that she plays, um, I'm gonna try Buzuki. This is what from the Barbie fandom wiki. That yeah, I was looking that and I was like, "Thanks, Barbie fandom yeah. wiki." That that is the thing. They they both play string instruments. I think that's interesting. And then and then Lydia is the one who plays the um the flute thing, the olos. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, now that we've gotten into some of the Greek mythology, I would like to get into the film's mythology. Uh, I have a film theory, (laughs) which is that (laughs) uh, in this universe, in the Diamond Castle, there must be three muses at all times. Uh, Hmm. Lydia has tried to break this balance, and so everything's going to snap back onto her, uh, like, fate-wise. Um... Um, so you just said that Dory and Phaedra both have string instruments. Yeah. You know who else plays string instruments? Oh! It's, yeah, they're standing in that's for the true. muses. Like, specifically at the end of the film, that's what they're doing. They use their instruments and everything. You're correct. Um, I had one, one other thing to say, because I didn't talk about Lydia, where her name comes from. Okay, so, so her name is, te- it is technically Greek, um... But she's not from mythology, um, not real mythology. She, um, so this is my my theory that they stole her from D and D, because she, when I was looking up her name on Wikipedia, she comes up as a goddess of music from D and D, specifically a goddess mm. of music, and yeah, that's her yeah. like connection. What? That's that's a weird thing there. Interesting. So, okay, I wonder if there's like if there's a a a uh, common source somewhere. I, 
I just have we, questions because it's I, not I, like, like to like look at the D and D. Her name doesn't mean anything. They have like music a wise. It just means like from Lydia, beautiful one, noble one. It doesn't. It doesn't have hmm. like roots or anything related to music, other than this D and D music goddess, and that's just so <laughs> interesting to me. Yeah, and then of of course for some reason they ride Pegasi, and I don't know why, other than you know to sell horses. Well, they ride Pegasi because they wanted to reuse the Brianna model. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that was that was all of my <laughs> thoughts on that. <laughs> so, um, you know, she tells them all about the fates and what Lydia has done, and she's like, "So I should really, I I shouldn't sing." Does um, she know? No, no, she doesn't know yet. I was re-watching the movie today. I was okay. re-listening to it while I was cleaning. Okay. But, uh, so, she hasn't actually given them the lowdown yet. First, yeah. uh, Slider Yes, she does. <laughs> because she's singing. So, yes. they coax her out with a song, um, and then they're all like, oh, what about you? Do you have any music? And this is our third song of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, so, do you know what song it is? Oh, so it's, uh, Believe. So, Melody sings Believe. And all that can be. I love that song so much. Um. So, and so she kind of gives that to them, and then they sing three part harmony, and then it sounds so good. And it's oh, and I actually really like the sound quality of this because then we switch over to uh, Lydia and song and Slider is sleeping, and his horn, which I need you to know, is malleable and it's definitely cartilage. I don't like it. it. It's some kind of weird antenna. It's Um, like glowing, and you can like hear their voices. I don't like his. So what's interesting is that uh, as we transition, uh, the other two voices fall out, and then we are only hearing Melody's line, uh, which is a harmony line. So you can kind of hear like how how it blends with the other lines. I don't know. I, I. I, I like that touch, but <laughs> that she's got a harmony instead of the melody there. Yep. And so, you know, eventually that wakes him up. He's like, oh, oh, mistress. Um, And then he goes off to find Lydia and she's all like, interesting. Go find it. It does but have we a have name. Lydia's song. So, yeah. uh, it's called Wonderful Me. <laughs> Which like, so that's four in like the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, All right, I, what's her song? Uh, honestly, it's like, I, I love singing Kathleen so This might be my favorite Barbie role for her. Oh, that's great. I think it's just it's, it's a just Disney so villain chaotic. song for sure. Lydia is the iconic Kathleen Barr. So Kathleen Barr. Wow. All right. <laughs> she delivers lines in such it's an interesting way. Yeah. I loathe smiling Lydia is deeply funny. I love dogs <laughs> with rabies. I'm optimistic that things will be really bad. I can think of the cadence, <laughs> but I can't think of any specific lines to quote. Those are the yeah, lyrics. Like, These girls, they're causing me so many problems. <laughs> She's just funny. She says things in such a fun way. <laughs> oh my god, are those the lyrics? Okay, so there's so there must be a soundtrack version because the, she does not say that in the she film. She does not. She says, "I love singing solo." Don't miss our old trio. Our old trio. <laughs> I can't sing with you because then there's two voices and two you can't voices. be having that. Clearly, one song. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, um, Slider is voiced by 
Mark, Mark. Atchison. Oh, I thought it was just Mark. Just, just no, Mark. I, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> He's voiced by Mark and <laughs> um, Mark Atchison. Um, he does a lot of live action work uh, as well as quite a bit of voice acting. Um, this is his only Barbie role. Uh, Interesting. Uh, dot hack slash 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 roots. Yeah. Uh, Twalalia slash Tota. I, oh. I don't know those names. Dirk Gently? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he was, he does a lot of bit roles. So he was in Supernatural. He was in Smallville. He was in X-Files and he was in Dirk Gently. He was a biker gang leader in one episode. Like, I only know Dot Pack. Oh my gosh. The game. Okay. Yeah. And I, I figure a lot of your stuff is like secondhand from Kelsey. From yeah, like, sister. I know Haseo. Yeah. From dot hack roots. I, I was just wondering if you would know. So if you don't, Sayo. that is fine. Uh, he was also Lord Tyrick in MLP. Oh. Is magic. Okay. <laughs> so that's that guy. Yeah, I think he does not frequently do like a silly, weird guy like Slider. He's just doing a funny voice today. Yeah, no, I'm hearing Lord Tyrick in my mind. Okay, yeah, same voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I'm I'm so glad that we got it somewhere, you know. <laughs> so Slider uh tracks Melody down by her voice. Um, he can track her while she's singing. Yeah, as she's yeah. singing so the he... Believe song, so he knows the key to the Diamond Castle technically. Huh? He does. <laughs> Too oh. bad he's dumb. <laughs> Too bad he's dumb as a bag of rocks. <laughs> um, poor Slider. He gets no respect. <laughs> None. He doesn't deserve respect. Well, he's but, a gross little but man she's mean to him. He face. is extremely gross. <laughs> I've always thought, like, uh, the, whenever they do, like, a villain no, yeah, animal, they, they give them they get, that like it, brownish it They look kind of like textures from the Sims shiny, so they look like poop. Yeah. Like, yeah. dirty, I mean, dirty textures. Like, as, oh, like when your Sim is really badly unwashed. You know? Uh-huh. Still there. Yes. That's, like, the troll and slider and Lydia, they all have that, like, weird brown overlay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when, like, the toilet needs cleaned really bad. Yeah. Wow. He is. You're right, yeah. you should say it. Yeah. I don't... Oh, the troll. I, I don't like the troll so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't even think about it very much this time, because I guess maybe I'm just used to it, but when I was a kid, I thought Slider was the grossest thing I'd ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> So Slider tracks down Melody, um, and I think they're holding her as they're all singing together, and she's like, oh, Slider! And they're like, what is a Slider? And then they turn and around, like, and they're like, oh. <laughs> they never say dragon. They call him a serpent, I noticed, specifically. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they uh, run inside to hide from Slider, but he he doesn't even breathe fire. He just, like... Yeah, he doesn't. He knocks over something in their fireplace. Yep. So... Yeah, and they go he, out the back They door. run inside, they close the door. She grabs some things as they go down into the cellar and work their way out. Mm -hmm. And he comes in after them. And it's he... it's very upsetting to see him go through the house. Mm, like, yeah. uh, he's big so much bumbling. bigger. And he's, like, uh, moving stuff. And you can feel, like, this tension the, like this danger of this thing in your in what we have already established as a very it is comfortable nice. homey place yep. just like nope yeah. i gotta clean um, that house so he... <laughs> like 
his thighs. These are not technically well-made movies, but every time that they do something good with, like, like the language of film, I like to point it out because, I don't know, I think that that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so his thigh touches the pot and he burns himself. Alexa, Leanna, and the no good, very bad year. Pot, mm-hmm. Which uh, starts a fire, the fire that was underneath the pot, kind of. Yep. Spreads and they escape, but their house is burning down. These girls are having the worst two days possible. Yeah. Everything just keeps going worse and worse. Um, Lydia, Liana, sorry, L names. Liana is all like, we have to do something now. I mean, our house is literally burnt down. And, um, yeah, that is interesting. Because like I said, Alexa is, you know, kind of despairing. She's like, you know, Melody is like, the world will be all black and hopeless. And she's like, like our home. And uh, Liana is like, exactly like our home. So we have to go stop this. Like, Liana is very into uh, pushing herself forward, taking personal responsibility for things. Whereas Alexa is very much living in the moment and worrying about herself, which I think (laughs) is valid of her, but... Mm. You know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and that's where we get, like, the whole backstory like, and everything. We can't all be hero types. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think they're a good balance for each other. They are good couples. Gay <laughs> um, people. And Alexa's like, you want me to say no, don't you? She's like, we can't let other people suffer like we have. Mm-hmm. And Alexa's like, all right, fine. Okay. I mean, there's nowhere for us to turn back to. We might as well do this. Yeah, that's true. They're starving anyways yeah (laughs) so uh they head off with melody to find the diamond castle and protect it from lydia okay i just had a thought yes i i just realized we never saw like how lydia met slider what if what if lydia what if lydia changed her pegasus into slider (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah, yeah, because they clearly have an established relationship, and so if this happened, like, two days ago, like, uh, she has already known this guy, so either he was a Pegasus that she transformed into a serpent <laughs> because she wanted one. Or she never had a Pegasus, and her pe- instead she had a serpent. The whole time. Um, so he was either a horse, or exactly like he is now, or he could have been, like, a regular serpent, and she was like, I need a mount. Be a dragon I, now. I feel like I feel like yeah. I feel like these are the three options. Hmm. I don't know. Yes. I just I like the it's idea got two that snakes on Pegasus. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's just like I just <laughs> well, realized he's got that, that weird horn thing. He does have a weird horn thing, and also so hmm. so her um her uh, Aulos. Yes, her flute thing. Um, it has mm. yeah, it's got mm. snakes on it. So it's like oh, okay, hmm, but her hmm. her That's magic specifically also... is obedience. I don't know that she has transformative magic. Mm, no, she well, changed she it. Turned them into stone. Hmm. That's true. Yes, that's okay. true. Do you do you guys remember if in the flashback her instrument already looked like that with the serpents? No, it didn't. It did because I yeah I'm she changed the... it herself to make okay. it look like that. Okay. So then, yeah, she changed her Pegasus into yeah because we unicorn. never see Slider in the um, flashback. Yeah, that's, it's interesting because obviously that's meant to be, like, evil and intimidating, but also it's reminiscent of a Caduceus, which is good in Greek mm. mythology. But it's also a symbol of Hermes, the trickster, so. Mm. Mm. 
I just don't think that she has very many medical vibes. <laughs> Hermes is not the god of medicine, okay? Okay, but it's the symbol the two, of medical the two stuff. Snakes, I have thoughts about this. Uh, the well, two snakes is okay. not supposed to be the symbol for medicine. It's supposed to be the one snake. And then, oh, interesting. you know, America <laughs> fucked things up and, and, and did, it, did it the bad way. As they always do. So we are on our way to save the world. But of course, we need our trusty animal sidekicks. <laughs> oh, did we not mention that they um they trick slider with the fake mirror? Oh, they do trick slider with the fake they mirror. Did. That's um, the thing. Uh, Liana was pausing to grab was a mirror to yes. uh, divert him. Liana's so smart. She's a real go getter. Mm-hmm. So she leaves it at the entrance, just... the back entrance, and he takes it. He's all like, um, "Some friends you have." The other thing that uh. We were wondering around, because we weren't paying very much attention on our watch. How dare. But um, when I was re-listening, I caught that uh, Slider says, why don't you keep singing? And Melody's like, I led him here. So she does, in fact, know. She did not know previously, but she now knows that he tracks her And now she's like, I can't sing anymore. Which is important. Yep. Melody please but she's like and i love singing i just i just hated the the scene when um he takes the mirror back to lydia and lydia's talking to it and she's like auntie lydia would like to have a word with you and i'm like "Mm." oh (laughs) you i don't like this (laughs) i think it's very funny so do we go there right away we must uh uh to the to him taking bringing her probably Um, because then they start tracking them yeah yep so, we find two little You mean snakes. That Snake. Liana and Alexa named Sparkles and Lily. And they're also best friends. Oh, and these little dogs dance okay. like they're circus animals. Okay, so like, they have never been very good at modeling animals. We have spoken about this many times. And, okay, okay. When they are dogs, they're still even, like, worse than, like, the animals who we just saw in Island Princess, so I don't know what that's about. Uh, But then they are going to stand up, and it is going to be the most horrifying, the farthest from God we've ever been in a Barbie film. Do you guys ever think about how dogs just have people eyes? Yeah, they do. Eyes. Yeah, you ever look into a dog's soulful eyes? That's just... That's just... There's a dude in there. (laughs) Dogs are cursed. It's fine. They're just cursed. Cats are a creature. A dog is like a guy. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I can't have a dog. Um, so they... We now have these dogs in our life forever. They're also... Okay. So we talk a lot about how, like... Uh, when an animal companion is not useful, it makes us feel worse. I feel about as though if they had a more appealing, these dogs are even technically useful. Like some of yeah, the most if they had useful a more appealing animal design, companions, people have. I feel like I would hate them. You don't less see it. You're like, please leave. The, yeah, we don't they want do you a here. lot of good. Go, That's go the away. problem. I don't want these dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. If they didn't make them stand up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if the this if the dog design was exactly the same and they never stood up, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. But if the dogs are going, no, nope. our sponsor, <laughs> nope. HelloFresh. The... How did who animated <laughs> that? 
Who made that choice? I can't animate anything. But why would you do that? Why would you do this? Can we talk about something happier? Um, um, I just really loved the... (laughs) Okay, so clearly we're going to have to bleep the brand name. It's basically an ad. (laughs) Not sponsored. advertisement. We can't give them free ads. If HelloFresh wants us, they have to come get us. <laughs> HelloFresh knocks first. on your door. <laughs> um, no, I just loved the banter as they were walking away with the dogs. Um, because I they, thought it was horses. They were making fun of um Alexa again. Both Liana and Melody were. They were because they, they were making fun of her snoring. See, here's the thing, <laughs> or something, or not snoring. No, uh, stomach. Her stomach, stomach rumbled because they were gonna go get food. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I thought it was thunder or stampeding horses. I thought it was a stampede. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh. Alexa's bullyable. I love it so yeah. much. Just like you. This is why I do the harmony parts when we sing the songs. <laughs> so they make it to a town. Oh, uh, uh, Sparkles and Lily are voiced by Vina Sood. Uh, she mostly does live action work. I, I don't know why she's here. <laughs> she doesn't do any other animals. Sparkle. I don't know Sparkle, why she's doing this, ma'am. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this is has to be on your record. You didn't have you know to do what? this. You know what? Anyways, at least oh my God. voice acting is better. Is there than, a polar bear like, in your bedroom? Pegasus. <laughs> at least it's not like Shiver. <laughs> Speaking of Kathleen Bar, Sparkle, <laughs> Sparkle, Sparkle. <laughs> there. See, Ted's good at the voices. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little Literally. Uh, there is one in Ted's bedroom. <laughs> we could go get it. I have a collection of teddy of uh teddy polar bears? bears. You are the teddy they bear. Love polar bears. That's the only reason that Ted doesn't hate Shiver. Yeah, I'm all like you're a polar bear so you're on thin ice. So like every single time Ted hates, <laughs> hates them more than I do. Um, except maybe no, in this case because I feel very strongly about these dogs and in Shiver's case because I'm I like hate I cannot. These dogs. Okay, okay. I hate them. I'm just more likely to go on a rant about the dogs. It's because you rant about all the other ones, so you, you let me have this yeah, one. Yeah, you get this one. <laughs> oh, yes. I still have a lot of things to say about this Yeah, film. <laughs> yeah. And a lot. We also, we're tangenting a lot, but I feel like it is decent tangents that, like... Yeah, it's all tangentially related. It's all tangentially related, and we have been coming back pretty yep pretty frequently you think this is gonna be so, like, two I'm episodes not worried about the podcast being too bloated i'm worried this is gonna be three it might be three at it this might point. be three um well, which is to be expected well it depends people. on how long we care about our podcast being you know that's true and also uh stereotypical for me and ray at least the beginning of our podcast is a lot more tangenty right because we're getting into the groove and then like once we're done with all of our stuff Yep, there's a lot of things we have to bring up about all of the characters, and then, you know, at the end, we're all like, oh, okay. Okay, so this has been just a taste of what is to come. But yeah, everybody, this episode is getting a lot longer than we thought it would, so we're actually going (laughs) to do a two or three parter. Um, We'll see how it turns out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would... I'd like to reintroduce our friends, Charlie and Juice. Do you guys have anything? Do you guys want to p- plug your social? Oh media? yeah, wanna... I got, I got yeah, things. Tell us about <laughs> um, oh, oh yeah. I have a lot of things. Um, 
<laughs> um, well, on regular social media, I'm at GreenPixie12 most places, um, but Twitter is GreenPixie123 because f- fuck whoever stole GreenPixie12 before me. Um, <laughs> wow, tell us how you really feel. I am angry about it Getting still. in the workplace. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I always forget. Uh, I have a drawing Instagram. That's true. Um, Green Pixie Draws. Um, yeah. Um, what else do I have? Oh, my YouTube. Uh, YouTube yeah, channel? I have a YouTube channel. That's Charlie Mac. I haven't uploaded in a I've while. I've been listening to your podcast. I know your sign off. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, what podcast? are you I have two on? podcasts. Um, one of them... It- Actually, both of them are currently on hiatus at the moment, but um, one is a mm. little bit of a shorter hiatus just because my mom and I were sick, so we took a break for a week, um, but that's uh, Phantom's Gone Wrong. I do that with my mother. Um, we talked about Barbie movies recently. We talked about Magic of Pegasus, like, <laughs> um, who knows when this is going to come out, but like a month ago from when we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> And my other podcast is a Rick Riordan podcast of the Eldest Gods. Um, that will be coming back eventually. Um, yeah, yeah, not talking about some things at the moment, but <laughs> I have a new host for that podcast. Things will be revealed <laughs> in time. Anyway. Should be fun. All right, Juice. Yeah, Um. so... With regards to the podcast, the Podosphere, uh, you can f- you can find more of my work at Phil Sherwood VO on Twitter. Um, I'm Philomena Sherwood on Podchaser, and uh, I would like to boost a friend of mine's podcast. Uh, it's called Homelessness mm. in Hiding: Our Youth Between the Cracks, and it is a sort of review of different organizations and efforts in the Peel region of Ontario that are attempting to mitigate or end youth homelessness, uh, youth homelessness in the that area. It's very, very hmm. good. Excellent. Yeah, she is currently employed by a nonprofit called REST, uh, and she does interviews with the organizing members and uh, the uh, board members of different organizations in the area. Yeah, just want to just want to give that a little yes, shout out. Wonderful. So this is part one of Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Um, we have gotten to the tavern, and that is well, where we're about to get to. The we're tavern. about to get to the tavern, um, <laughs> which will be very you know fun. you know what we've we've left um, the we're going into the the what is the hero's journey thing? Um, um, oh yeah, uh, we've left the ordinary yes. world, and we're beginning. Yeah, yeah we're, we're crossing the thresholds. There we go. Um, Yes, there we go. We are. We are. Yeah, about we just to cross crossed the, the threshold. That yep. was that flower field with those weird dogs in it. <laughs> yeah. So perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. So that is where we will pick up on part two. All right. And I'm. Uh, hey, Charlie. Juice. Hey. hey, Ted. Hey, Ray. <laughs> hey. Hey, Barbie movies slap. Barbie movies fucking slap. Barbie movies slap. <laughs> Barbie movies do in fact slap. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining Just us today, made guys. my life. See you guys later. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> All right. Hit the stop. Love you. I love you. Mm-hmm.